Blog Talk Radio. another wonderful day in my neck of the woods and I hope wherever you are you are indeed enjoying this fabulous weather just want to take the opportunity to wish all the fathers happy father's day and those ladies who are acting as fathers we also want to say happy father's day to you too with me in the line our Heisen Christian all the way from London England and of course hello happy Donna. father's day to you Yes, thank you so much. And we also have with us Donna, Donna Brown, all the way from the the Bronx. Is it the Bronx or Manhattan? Wherever you are in New York. But welcome, welcome to Brooklyn. And of course, we have... Happy Father's Day to all as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we have Dennis and Murtis as well. Murtis, why don't you say hi to all your friends and fans around the world? Remember, we don't have merchants today, Leah. Oh, she just came back in. Did she not? Oh, she did? Yeah. yeah. No, no, she's, mm-hmm. no, she's not. She's gone. Yes, yeah, she's here with me. Merchant is here Thank with you. me. Mm-hmm. Okay, hello, Merchant. I 
They oh, she's quiet now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without no further ado, let's give God the praise and thanks for His presence here with us this evening. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. We thank you so much for your helping us to make this show possible another day. We pray you, you will let it continue without any interruptions whatsoever. We trust, Father, that you will continue to bless the show. Make it be one to be remembered, especially this one, one today while we're celebrating the Father's Day. Lord, we thank you for all the help that you have given us, both financially and those who have done so morally, Lord. We pray for all the, ex- the help that you have given the panelists to make them be better ones. And, of course, we hope that the show, Lord, will be going on today without any interruption. Thank you for all the help, all the mercies you have showed on us. We are blessed to have this show for 13, coming in 13 years come August the 10th. And we appreciate every moment of it. We enjoyed it so much. It's something we love. We do daily without compensation. We love it. Lord, we thank you. We hope the ones who are hearing it will appreciate it. And thank you for the help and assistance you have given over the years. All these we ask, your Lord, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Anything new from you, Hyacinth, out of the, in the, your neck of the woods? Um, not sure. Oh, oh. oh she, she, she's a, she plays American football. She's in Finland for three months because as the, it's finished here. So she's doing Europe three months in Finland. Oh, okay. We didn't hear you quite well, though, but are you saying your daughter is in Finland? No, no, no. My, my niece, my niece's oh. daughter, she plays American football. She's in oh, England. She but England um, is finished in here now in England, so now she's in Finland for three months. She does travel. Oh, All right. So she's, she's training in Europe now for three months. And Donna, Very good. thank you. Thank you for that information. And you may, may like to tell us her name so we can she can hear her name oh. being called. <laughs> oh, don't you? Her name is Yasmin Kazoo. Yasmin. 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 Let's call her Yasmin. 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 tight tongue. <laughs> thank you so much. And Donna? Kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, you have a... I have a, a son that is playing something somewhere. Tell us all about it, won't you? Would you? Hello. Yeah. Hi. Anything important you want to share with us today before we go right into the middle things? No. I don't have anything to share right now. Okay. Merchie should want to say hi to her fans and well wishes around the world before she leaves for a dinner date. <laughs> Am I correct? Okay, and how about yes. you, Dennis? Well, something Leon, I'd like to say, thank you. I'd like to say hello and welcome to our listeners wherever they are in the world. This is the cricket show at www.blogtalkradio forward slash the cricket show. You can call us and join us 1515 6059850. Again, 1515. Six zero five nine eight five zero. Send us an email, the cricket show at comcast.net. Remember, 
That's your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. And, of course, today, June the 18th, is Father's Day. Yes, indeed. Today, Father's Day in the United States is celebrated the third Sunday in June each year. Credit for this designation is given to Sonora Smart Dodd, according to Encyclopedia Britannica. Sonora oh. wanted to honor her father, who raised her and her five siblings after their mother died in childbirth. The first Father's Day was celebrated on June 19, 1910, the month mm. of Dodd's father's birth. So, okay. happy Father's Day to the fathers, grandfathers, uncles, who have assumed the parenting role, and that includes mothers, of course, sisters, on whoever yeah. is holding the brush right now in the role of a father. Happy Father's Day to you all. Back Thank to you, Liam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May I just reciprocate your sentiments there? Happy Father's Day to all all the panelists. You know, sometimes I forget their names, so, but don't blame me. <laughs> blame my stars, man. Okay, we usually play, traditionally we play a song uh, in a calypso fashion, and we're going to give you a little bit of it until we come to the meat of it, we'll give you the whole song. It goes like this. My father, Isaac Liverpool, and my mother, Edward Lynn Bartholomew, used to sing many songs and sang so often that I learned them all. I'm not properly situated, but um, I'll, I'll be here. I'll be listening in until a little later. Okay. And, um, 
wishing a great show, but I'll participate a little later. All right. We'll be here to bring you in as soon as you, you're ready. Okay, Dennis, we, we might as well just tell the panelists today and our audience yes. that Jaten will not be in today. He is out of town and he will not be. So we'll, we'll not have the coach's corner today, but we'll substitute it with some other items we have to share with the panelists. Then I think yes. you want to... Go ahead, I offer. Just want to offer our apologies to our listeners. At this time, we normally schedule the coach's corner, but our coach is on an airplane at the moment and unable to join us. So we hope you'll forgive us this week. Come back next week because we will certainly have the coach's corner next week. But for this week, we'll take a pass and perhaps share with you other matters that we have been uh, sitting on for a while. But, uh, Leon, to um, to start off, some news from the... No, no, before before that, let let us also tell listeners that that oddly he too will not be, he might be here to give the birthday and anniversary hour, but he would not be with us physically to participate in in most of what we do afterwards. So go ahead, you just wanted to give something about the CONCACAF. Yes, I'm sure our Caribbean listeners would be very interested to hear these. The CONCACAF Gold Cup preliminary stages were played this week. And in those matches, Suriname and Puerto Rico played. Uh, they played to a, a, a tie, and penalty kicks decided. Puerto Rico went through the preliminary round four to three on penalty kicks. Guyana played Grenada. Uh, once again, there was a 1-1 tie at the end of the regulation time. And penalty kicks was awarded, and Guyana won 5-3 on penalty kicks. French Guyana and St. Martin. French Guyana scored four goals, St. Martin won. So French Guyana goes through to the next round of the Gold Cup. Uh, Curacao and St. Kitts and Nevis played to a 1-1 tie. St. Kitts went through... 3-2 on penalty kicks. Martinique and St. Lucia. Martinique scored three goals to St. Lucia, one. So Martinique goes through. Antigua and Barbuda, zero. Guadeloupe, five. That means Antigua, although they put up a fight, they just came out on the wrong end of this one. So Guadeloupe goes through. The next round of this Gold Cup will be played uh, later on this week in the United States here somewhere. And the CONCACAF Nations League semifinal, that pitted United States against Mexico. And the United States came away. This was the semifinal match. United States scored three to Mexico zero. And in the second semifinal, Canada two Panama, zero. So United States and Mexico, I'm sorry, United, Panama and Mexico are currently playing for the 
third place uh, position and right now Mexico is leading Panama by one goal to nil and the final between Canada and the United States is scheduled to be played today at uh, 5.30 Western uh, Pacific time later on this afternoon. So if you are available 5.30, you can catch that then. Otherwise, the rest of the um, CONCACAF matches will be played later on this week. So keep your ears open, and uh, hopefully you may be able to catch some of those matches. That's the information for you, Leon, on the uh, CONCACAF. Mm -hmm. And I omitted something which I regret doing. And I just want to apologize to my friends and well-wishers because every week we take the opportunity to wish our brothers and sisters who are under the weather this evening. I completely omitted it, but we'll just make a, a pause for that, this special cause. Dear Heavenly Father, we are asking your healing touches on our dear brothers and sisters who are ailing, some of which are in this condition for a long time, Lord. We know you have done your best and you are doing what you can to bring them back to themselves. And today we continue to ask your healing touches on them, namely Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter Lisa, Bobsy Nisbet and Murtris Nisbet, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, El Camido Willett, Ralston Otto, my dear brothers Wentworth and Telbert Francis, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gunshop, Willis, uh, Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, and of course our dear brother Linford McKenzie, Lord. And all the others who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we just pray for them and pray that you can continue to heal them. Bring them back to their normal selves, Lord. You've got work left for them to do. We thank you for what you've done for them. We pray you'll just continue to heal them and touch their bodies. And those who not, have not expressed their concerns also, touch their bodies also. Heal this nation of all the ills and wrongs that have been perpetuated, Lord, around the world as well. As well. Thanks for everything. And pray that you'll make this world a better place to live. All these we ask in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Dennis, we can start off with just telling the folks, well, India, not India, but England and England and uh, Australia in a dog fight. The Ashes, which is a series that is played every two years, and the winner of the tournament gets the, the Ashes of the Stomps in an urn, right? We call that's why it's called the Ashes, right? Of a bale. <laughs> that is burnt and put in an urn, and they will take that price as their gift. So England uh, trying to, to get back the ashes for Australia. Australia has not won one over in England for a long time, but this match is going one way or the other. England declared on their first day 393 for eight, and in their second time around, they are 28 for two, Australia, all out for 386. Even Stevens at this point, but with those two wickets that have fallen this evening, could well 
give a little balance back to the asanas. So we'll wait and see. We'll discuss it a little later on. Of course, the World Cup qualifiers are very much in, in headlines. And West Indies are up against the USA. And as a USA citizen, whom would you back? And coming from the Caribbean, whom would you back? you got to back some place. I'd back both teams. West Indies batting first. We're all out in the 49th over, on the 50th over, for 297. And USA came back with a bang to score 258 or seven, giving Western his victory by 43 runs. In the other encounter, Nepal against Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe scoring 291 for two in the 45th over. Replying to Nepal's score of 290 for 8, which meant that Zimbabwe won the contest by some four overs and five balls. So, all in all, the standings are that Zimbabwe are on top with two points for the better super net run rate. West Indies are in second place. And they also are in second place, and the other two teams that have lost are in the fifth and sixth position in that group. Tomorrow, I encounter, we'll see the other group in action, which is consisting of Oman, Scotland, United Arab Emirates, Sri Lanka, and Ireland. And the first group is Zimbabwe, West Indies, Netherlands, United States, and Nepal. More are to follow. Of course, we also have some good news. Well, not so good news because Bangladesh are up against Afghanistan. Bangladesh scored 382 and 425 for four. Afghanistan were dismissed for 146. Second round, second time around, 115. So Bangladesh winning the, that encounter by some 546. This is not cricket. <laughs> this is insane. Again, Bangladesh 382 and 425. Afghanistan 146 and 115. Bangladesh winning by 546 runs. That is a massacre. Of course, we'll tell you more about the women's ashes, which is which are due to begin next week. They'll play one test, three ODIs, three T20s, starting June the 22nd, and will finish July the 18th. And we want to tell you too that see the um, West Indies Cricket Board has this. Dismissed as rubbish the tour, uh, T20 tour, I mean, season in the Caribbean 2000 will, will go on. The rumor that West Indies, the ICC World Cup in the West Indies will not go on, but it has now been disclosed that everything is A-OK, and we are looking forward to that encounter. Um, England, of course, we talked about it earlier. England are due to tour 
the West Indies in December. First test match begin or oh, first ODI. There's a three ODI. Five five T twenties and no test matches. Oh yes, they did play test matches before. Three ODI starting the third of December. The second will be on the sixth. The third will be on the ninth. And the five T twenties begin the twelfth of December, fourteenth of December, sixteenth. 19th and 21st of December. Of course, we'll go into this in more detail. And India, big news that India is due to tour the Caribbean and the Americas. At least they'll be right in the neck of the woods of Virgin. They'll be playing two test matches, three ODIs, and five T20s, July the 12th. To the 13th of August, and those two final two matches, August the 12th, West Indies played the fourth T20 at the Central Broad Regional Park uh, over here in Lauder Hill, beautiful city of Lauder Hill, contour, our good friend Virgil. And then on the 13th, the next day, they'll play again in India again, the fifth T20 at the same venue. We have some news on the T20 blast over in England. And we have news that there is a training camp that the West Indies ladies are to undergo. And they will they have named the squad, the 18-man squad. Time permitting, we'll give you all the details. And of course, Dennis, uh, anything from your end that I missed up? Of course... You always have news coming out of the ICC. They seem to have been filled with reporters all over the world, so they give you bits and pieces. Anything new from you, Dennis? Well, well, I have the um, ICC Player of the Month of May was nominated, and I know that they have been they've been nominated, and I know that they have been um, voted on. Although yes. I can't give you the vote at this moment, but I can tell you the players who were nominated in the male section was Babar mm-hmm. Azam of Pakistan. Uh, he was the captain of the team-winning series against New Zealand. They won the series 4-1. to one. He had a half century, and he had a century of 107 runs. It's his 18th ODI century. And uh, the second nominee in the male category was Najmul Hossain Shanto of Bangladesh, he oh, 44 runs in one innings, he had a century in another, 35 runs in one wicket in a five-run victory. And the third nominee player of the month of May, Mayo, there's Harry Tecto of Ireland, who scored 140 runs, uh, a century, first ODI against Bangladesh, and also a 45 runs in the third ODI. In the female category, Leon Jamara Atapatu of Sri Lanka. She had a half century of 60 runs in one match. She scored a century, 103 in a second match, and ended up with a series average of 34.33. And second nominee in the female category was Ashita Madavi of Sri Lanka. Scored 45 not out in one match. 45 runs uh, in the T20, 
29 not out in the second T20, 51 not out in the third T20. And the third female was Tipacha Putawal of Thailand. She was the leading wicket taker in the school, took 11 wickets at an average of 1.4. You had a three, a four wickets for three runs, a three wicket for three runs, and a three wicket for two runs, respectively. Those were the nominees, Leon, and as I say, perhaps before the uh, show is over, I'm hoping that I can tell you who the final winners of those not that those who were nominated are. And let's let's, let's say welcome, Virgil, and wish him a happy Father's Day. Good evening to you, Virgil. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, good evening to you, Mr. Francis. Good evening to all the panelists and good evening to all the listeners all over the world and good evening to all the fathers and very, very, very happy Father's Day to each and every one of you. Thank you, Virgil. Well, Dennis, I think we could begin by talking a little bit because this evening we won't have dating, but we'll fill the time up with discussion by the panelists. Yes. We'll see. Would like to talk, yeah. begin with the match England versus Australia. I'm sure Virgil had something to say. I don't know if he thought the whole match or he has the result. Anything you want to bring up before we start? England won the toss and decided to, to bat. And they declared in the, at the first day on 393 for eight. Was it the well, decision, Virgin, on the first day? completely missed of uh, Lyon 
and was stumped by yard. And we had Moinali. He came in right after um, Bearstow and you know, had a humongous six. And then suddenly he just got a rush of blood too and did exactly the same thing that Bearstow did at a time when England was in need. But having said all that now, perhaps these decisions were engineered by the skipper sending word for them to try and put some quick runs on the board because how else could, you know, you explain why they made the decisions they made? Right? Because it, it seems so, so very, very, very silly. But nonetheless, I'm attempting to second guess perhaps instructions that may have come from the skipper. But at the time, to me, it looked like it was uh, a rush decision and one that was reminiscent of T20 cricket and not uh, test cricket. So I, I, I criticize them for it, but maybe that was a decision that was um, sent to the players to get on with it because he wanted to declare. And the final point here, Leon, is that um, I'm not sure if you saw the injury to um, Moinali's Moin finger. Yes, yes. Yes. That wow. was quite, I mean, his, his spinning finger, and I say spinning he finger because it's as, mm -hmm. such as, it, as it is in cricket parlance. His spinning finger was completely rubbed, completely rubbed right off the flesh. The, bow, the skin was gone completely, and you can see the redness yeah. below mm -hmm. the skin. And that means that he will not be in a position to bowl, at least unless he's going to turn to bowling leg breaks. That's about the only thing, because I know he's generally a half-break bowler. But maybe leg break won't require, but then again, he would have to have a Band-Aid on his spinning finger, and I'm not sure that uh, he would be allowed to bowl, to, to bowl with a Band-Aid on that finger. Um, but because he has an injury, which is obvious, it may well be that they will give him the benefit of the doubt because he's not asking for it for other than, uh, you know, medical reasons. So we'll see. The, the, the match tomorrow when it continued rain came this afternoon and took away maybe a couple of hours worth of uh, playing time. And uh, we will see what happens <clears throat> tomorrow when they come back. So the match is poised, and it should be interesting to see what happened because they've lost England have lost two quick wickets this evening, and um, it could be it, it, it Australia could well be in the driving seat at this point, Liam. So okay. we will see tomorrow when play resumes. Back to you. Yes, <clears throat> no, but one thing we have to also bear in mind that. Um, mm -hmm. That Moin, he was uh, fine, fine for applying treatment to that same injured finger without asking oh, really? the umpire's position. Yes, I indeed. Think that was, but but yes, Leon, when yes. we saw the extent of his injuries, or, or, or whatever we call it, it was so blatantly obvious that he was in need of medical attention that I'm somewhat surprised that the position, the, the, the bureaucrats then, dare I call them that, 
should see fit to levy a fine if that is the case. I did not hear or see that that had occurred. It's not, it's not because he, he applied the treatment, you know. He should have asked the umpire's permission. Umpire's permission had to be granted. Well, yeah, I accept that, Leon, but I think under the circumstances, because it was painfully obvious that something very, very unusual had happened, I think that the umpire rules. could have... Well, it's rules, 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 rules and they must uh, you know, be <laughs> conformed with... You know. but, yeah, they uh, were a little over... Heavy-handed, I think, is perhaps the word <laughs> to use there, Leon. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I agree with you, the... The decision, I think, it was premature, and England were lucky. But on the right side of Stoke, she really put some pressure on the Aussies, man. <laughs> I, I saw Ball, and you know he was bounced out, and he could not do anything but just play the ball casually into the guy there to or to limit off, or forward shot like. And, uh, you mm. know, with no pressure, you're going, you're going to go hard. You just tap it. You couldn't do anything. You were pinned up. Pinned up. But it's a good contest. And there's another point I want to make. The, uh, the English uh, have this term they call the basketball cricket. You ever heard of it? Basketball. Yeah, basketball cricket. So when you see Beastone, them run down the wicket. And you see Moe Ali lift his head because they don't want to be tied down or anything of that sort. They want to play bright cricket, and that must be a part of the bad ball cricket. That they want to make score heavily. They score in excess of over four for over throughout the game. And when Australia started, they were scoring less than two for over, or sometimes going about two. So. They want to, this bad ball cricket, to continue and it seems as if it's working. Because at one time it looks as if Australia is going to be surpassing the total. And all of a sudden, in a, in a hurry, he saw some wickets fall and he put, he set a field there. I believe a field like that I would have said. They were, were tied down. They were tied down. And when he... Well, Kazwaja, he was what? was was bold, right? The, yes. the field setting had curbed his onside play, and they set an offside trap for him, and he couldn't get the ball away, and he was trying to work it down the um between slips and gully, and he was bold neck and crop. So, and if had England not dropped. Those couple chances, this thumping by Bairstow or Green was an easy thumping. And then a, a catch that was, was grasped that went between him and Joe Root would have been an easy catch. And of course, the wicket that could have taken had not um, the opener, bowler, bowler, no ball. So these are some things that um, they had to tighten up, but they are believing what this guy wants them to do to play this basketball. It must be, you know, bright. You must go fast. You must set some aggressive field. 
You must bowl to your field and, and take your catches. But it doesn't always work out. And sometimes, one time you may just fail, but up to now they're doing very well and they keep on doing it because they, they see some success. Leon what, Leon, what did you think of that catch that uh, was taken? Oh, yes. In well, the, that is sim- similar to the... Um, to the uh, let me just give you my, my opinion. I, I felt the ball had touched the ground, you know. I, it looked to me yes. that if the ball was in his hand and he rolled over and touched the ground. But yes. the ruling they say that if he goes in the center of his hand mm-hmm. and parts of the ball go through his fingers and touch the ground, is a is an out. He's a, he's dismissed. But if he were to roll it over, but it looked to me like the ball rolled over and touched the ground. But but they said it otherwise. So, hmm? Ivor, you ever taken it? I, Can you? Hmm? Yeah, I, I would say the catch completed um, before mm-hmm. he got his fingers under the ball. And in the umpire's opinion, even in the review, they felt he had control of it. Anything that happened afterwards, catch completed. Yes. So that was mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That was an easier decision than the Gill decision. So I think that is right. Sorry. No, I was going to say I thought it was very similar to um, Gill's decision, and of course they did do the DRS, and uh, obviously I have to accept the DRS review. But you know, from for the naked eye, from my perspective, it looked like. He did not have full control of the ball before it hit the ground. It, you know, in the process of taking the catch. But I respect the RS, and so I'll have to accept it. But uh, it, it, it's another one of those catches that would have been talked about for a long time if the RS was not involved in the decision making. Back to you, Leon. Yeah. I yeah. As you say, neighbor. Yeah. Well, like I said, this guy, he's making himself a good specialist. Gully fielder, so green as if we're green. That, that's enough. He's making use of the DRS and to show well, there's there's a purpose for it. Once ago, we used yes. to say the decision is final, now we have something to really get it on the slow, slow, slowest motion. And like Dennis just said, we just have to go ahead and accept it because if they can slow it down from all different angles and still getting it wrong, then something is wrong. So I have to go along and say. On both occasions, they got it right. Other than that, anything other than getting it right, that means they're cheating. Now, in terms of the, the match itself, again, if you'll permit me, mm-hmm. England and the coach from New Zealand already said they're looking for two decisions when they're playing test matches. They either win it or they lose it. And with rain in the forecast, I read, you know, something that Dennis wrote there, and having heard him again this afternoon. I'm going to go along and agree with England, giving themselves a fair chance of winning this test match by making uh, a huge amount of runs on the first day. Normally, you make 300 runs in the day from 90 overs. You're pretty much satisfied. Having scored just short of 400 runs, I do not see anything wrong with the decision because they were trying to fire out one or two wickets in the dying moments of the day. So 
I believe the decision was based on rain being in the forecast. Australia is no um, West Indies. It's no Zimbabwe. It's no Ireland. They know they're coming up against a tough opposition, and they're trying to give themselves every opportunity to win the match. I don't think they want to lose the match, but right now they're giving themselves an opportunity to win the match. They could very well lose the match, but it would not be because they declared they had enough runs to declare. Because I'm saying this, they could have batted up until lunch and still reach 300 and, 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 and um, what do I mean, 393. It would have taken them normally up until an hour or so after the second day's play to get to the 393. If not up until lunch, and people would have said, okay, that's a good score. 293, you can declare now an hour before lunch. So because they made the runs quickly, it gave them enough time to try to get the wickets. Unfortunately for England, they didn't get any wickets. But early the next morning, they made some inroads. And again, like I said, they, this is not the first inning match. Australia did well to get to um, 386. But it still left England with a chance to say, even Stevenson, come down to the second inning, who played the best? And Australia, they have to bat last on a fifth day match. But I mean, you guys noted already that more in the a spinner short, because normally the spinners are the ones that wreak havoc on a day five pitch. Yes. So, <laughs> to me, it makes no. leadership come to the fore. He makes um, captains, he comes to the fore. And uh, I, I do believe that you might very well get a result in this match, barring rain. And we have to give credit to England for not trying to peek out this to a drop. Most teams are going and bat for 600 runs. I'm telling you, they're back into the second day and try to say, well, I'm going to keep you in the field for a long time, have you with some weary legs, and maybe by tea time we score 600 runs. And try to see if he can give you a two to one. I'm not gonna blame Stokes. That's my take. First up, mm-hmm. it shows that he is his um, decision paid off. I was not in favor of it. I tell you to be honest. I thought it was it was not a lot of wickets to lose. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. felt it was a lot of wickets to lose too, and, uh, and there was not so much time mm-hmm. to do. Too. Mm. Yeah. Leon, as I said, I believe at the time of the decision, I thought it was the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. But on reflection, you know, yeah. it is quite right. possible that that Stokes had sent out the message to go for it because he wanted quick runs. So those two stumpings may yes. be excusable. Yes. But that, yes. these guys, having played T20 cricket, should have had a better way of getting those runs than to charge, a, a, you know, a spin bowler such as Lyon the way they did. And my my thought further is that had England continued to score another 100 and maybe 50 runs, it is quite likely that Australia could have been in the on the edge of big problems on looking at what eventually transpired. But we'll never know. This is the game we love, and I suppose, you know, we don't always get it right when we look at it from the benefit of our armchairs. 
Uh, back to you, Leon. Yes, indeed, indeed. I wonder if Virgil has anything to, to add. Do you, Virgil? Seems as if he's not with us at all, but nevertheless. So, anything else that you want to add? I don't see anything else that I can bring. I think think we're going to get it, definitely get yeah, a well, result. Do it, Virgil. Yeah. Um, hmm? Let me let me think about what um <laughs> what he said, what Dennis just said here. I cannot fault based on because I know this is the instruction from the onset that they have to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. With based on seventy eight, they know a declaration was around. These have to be talked in the dressing room. He needed a further what, twenty two hundred, right? He was on seventy eight. Yeah. I would not fault him the way he out. I mean, no. this is me number one. Based on what Stokes has said and the coach has said, if he would have gone out in a soft dismissal, dismissal, poking around, I would say he's not following instructions. So he needed to get those 22 runs. I do not think he would have, he would have declared, left him high and dry on 80 or 90. So the instruction was to go, be aggressive, get those 22 runs. Yeah. Perhaps he would have gone over the 400, of course. He was declared yeah. on the first day with him in the 90s. So by him being out there, I'm not going to criticize his out going after the ball. Me personally, I don't like nobody running down a wicket with a ball that's coming to them, passing them to go, passing them to go to the wicket keeper to get out. Because why are you going after the ball that's coming to you? That you're going so far to miss it that you're going to get out stumped. To me, those are ugly something. But playing an aggressive shot in those circumstances, I am not going to fault him. Leon, can I just interrupt you for a second? I'm not sure what the technical issue is, but Virgil apparently is having problems uh, getting through to us. I'm not sure what. Well, he's on. He's is. on right now. He's on. He's he, on. No, no. He maybe. I think maybe we should uh, make another effort to bring him back in because he's well, not I'm, getting I'm, through at the moment. He sent the message. So. Oh. Um, while while you do that, I will just um, say to um, mm-hmm. I don't, Go ahead. yeah no I, I I don't I don't disagree entirely um, with, with what you said Ivor. I just feel at the time that uh, you know I I didn't have the benefit of knowing what the skipper had sent message at the, to Bearstow and Ali. And in hindsight, it is quite possible that they were batting to instruct, you know, according to the skipper's uh, request. So can, can I hold uh, up to see if we have Virgil? Virgil, are we yes, on? Okay. Dennis, thank you very much. Um, I really want to put in my, my, my 75 cents um, with this thing with England and Australia. No, mm-hmm. Ivor, I'm going to different with you. Because okay. you stated that the guys score a lot of runs in the first day. And normally it'll take you until the next day to get that amount of runs. So that's why I think they should have never declared, I mean, pile on more runs. Because if you can make 600 runs in the same amount of time, it'll be better for England. Because you're way ahead. Even though Australia makes 500 runs, you're still 100, 100 runs ahead. Because if it take two days, uh, a day and a half, to make the... Um, not normally, it'll take a day, say a day and two quarter to make that run. And they do it 
in a day and a half. And you, yeah. you would have satisfied that run in a day and two quarters. And you do it in a day and a half. I would have pushed it to me. I would have pushed it because I'm already ahead. I would have pushed it mm-hmm. and get even 500, 600 runs. Better because you're doing it in less than two days' time. You then you, you don't have a better you, but you forget the one point is rain was always in the focus and that's taken away over. Remember you guys calculate overs into runs into time. So that is that's the reason why I said that. Because of they're gonna be losing overs because of the weather. They made that decision. That's what I predicted. I was just putting on my leadership captain had to say, Well, this could be the only reason and so far, it's being play, it's, it's playing out that the match is still poised for victory. And that declaration was based on that they're going to lose over. That's, that's, that's why I said that. Because let me ask you something. Okay. Did Australia out? Did Australia out? Yes, yes. Yeah. And they make how much? I didn't get to see the last part of it. Like, they made how much? Three eighty six. They collapsed this morning. Three eighty six. Okay. Yes. They lose five wickets this morning. They were they overnight five, right? And they lost the five wickets. And we have two more days oh. to go, right? Three. Three days. Three more days. Second day. Yeah. No, two days. Three more days. Two days gone. Two more days to go. Two more days, man. Two more days. Two more days to go. Yeah, two more days. Oh, yes, because, yeah, today's day, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, two more days to go. Mm-hmm. So, that's the reason why I'm saying that. With the rain in the forecast. It's going to be a beautiful finish. I would think <laughs> it's going to be a beautiful finish to the end. That first the declaration. Too many test matches draw because the team that is batting are playing for a draw up front when they should be trying to play for a win. If so... And those guys would have gone on to play for 600 runs. Why do you think Australia would have been doing Just trying to bat until they come from home not to lose the match. But Australia batted in the So we didn't have to alter? <laughs> you have to understand that they're playing against Australia. If this was Zimbabwe, England would have gone and have batted again and tried to give them 2 to 1. I believe so. We are playing against mm-hmm. the world champion. This is the world test. Champions you're playing against. Never mind you're playing in England. Okay, so let's give Joe Wood um, some credit now. We're not giving him some credit. Yes. So still yes. going on to make 100. And based on because yeah. Crawley, who expect to make some money, they just didn't come through either. So we're depending on the experience of Joe Wood. Now you have to remember. Uh, 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 the expel Harry Brook. I want you guys to comment yeah. on the Harry Brook out. You saw the Harry Brook out? How is this miss? Anybody saw it? Uh, are you talking about this, the, the catch we're discussing? No, no. The way Harry Brook was out was, was dismissed. Nobody he was, saw it? He was bowled bowl by Lamb. That's it, isn't it? He was bowled, but that. how he was bowled is... Kind of, you know, careless in my, on his part, I believe. The ball hit a part of his body, went up in the air for almost eternity. And he never even tried to safeguard his tongue by putting his bat or pad, not his bat, but his pad, 
to prevent it from going into his stomach. The ball went up in the air, spoon up in the air, and come right back down and, and hit the stumps. And but he it wasn't was... A, it wasn't a, sometimes that's <laughs> what you're not expecting supposed to be. To be but dangerous. you should be aware. That's what, one of the things when a ball hits you and you don't know you guard your stumps. So, Mr. Fawcett, yeah. I'm going to ask you one question. Yeah. Tell me how much time you think that has a man trying to guard and stuff. Because you, you know, think about that at the same time, you know. Because you don't, you don't know where the ball gone, but you, you don't think the ball going up in the air you know, around the something. Right? That's what happened. <laughs> you know, that would have to be an instant. I mean, but you, well, that, that's that's a lesson for for the youngster to learn, right? You are to put yourself in a position to <laughs> see where the ball is. You are in your crease. You the ball is behind your back, so to speak. And he probably felt he was the ball had gone to the wicket keeper or something. Never even yeah, looked back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Leon, two things. Um, let's see if um, Donna has any. Uh, oh yes, Donna. Donna. And yeah, Donna. Donna, are you hearing us? Yes, I'm right here. Oh, okay. Any so, comments? Any, any comments? At first, yes, at first I did not agree with England with the declaration, but then afterwards I was able yeah, to... Yeah, you like me. You like um, me. <laughs> exactly what England was trying to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And then and I, I was mm-hmm. so surprised when, when Australia, four of the wickets went down this morning for 14 runs. And yeah. 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 And yeah. five wickets for... Yeah, they had a big collapse. Yeah. Yes. yes. But yeah, I, I think the, the the pressure was too much for them. I think the field placing at one time, oh, I think it's about one player on the offside, the left, the the, the onside for the left hander, and they were there targeting the, the outside, and he was he couldn't get the ball away, and he tried all angle, and he tried the wrong one. One was on his stump, trying to work it past slips. And he was late. Late. He yoked himself. So, you have to give him credit I, for that I one. Have, no, I was just going to say you have to give Kawaja uh, credit for that 141, man. That was a, a stubborn up. He was resisting as much yes. as he can. I, I have a question for um, maybe Hyacinth can tell us what the forecast is for the next couple of days if we're likely to have continuous rain or whether it's going to clear up as, as she's closer than we are. Hyacinth? Well, you know, with this English weather, it's so changeable, but I think rain is forecast. I think they're, they're in Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. yeah, up that way. In London, we're not too bad, but they're having rain. Um, yeah, they have rain rain? yeah up, up their way, the intermittent rain. It's mm-hmm. going to be, you know... For the next two days? Yeah, for the, for over the next, sort of, for the next few days, it's sort of on and off. Oh. Oh, it probably oh. won't, be, won't be long, but, you you know, it's going to be stop and start. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How far, how oh, far okay. is this from, from London, Birmingham, from London? Isn't it about 100 miles? Yeah, it's a bit further, further on, further on than that. Yeah, Leicester comes mm. first. Yeah. It yeah, is not compared, as close. Compared oh, to you, it's no distance. <laughs> but no to distance. us, two, two or three hours away. 
two or three hours away. Yeah, and then we'd, we'd say it's a long way away, it's about two or three hours away. Mm. It's north of, right. north of London. North, yeah. north, north going Lon- Midlands. It's yeah. the north. Midlands. It's the Midlands? North, mm-hmm. going north from London. Yeah. Going up towards Scotland and Derby. Oh, well, yeah. they're, they're further further north. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Midlands. We, we say Midlands. It's in the Midlands. Mm-hmm. Well, the weather, the weather forecast that, that I've heard they, is that they're going to have rain until Friday. Yeah, that's it's going to be, yeah, it's Every, rain and rain. Yeah, in, okay. In, yeah. That's the, that's the that forecast. brings a, bit, a, different, a different picture to the, picture. the whole mm-hmm. scenario. Yeah, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. These guys study weather. They study things. So I, I know mm-hmm. English. <laughs> Those guys are not foolish. They're not going to declare on the first day at that. When they already said we are playing to either win or, draw, or, or lose a match, we're not playing to draw a match. We are not playing to make mm-hmm. a six hundred run, and next thing the West they rain out. So <laughs> I followed it based on what the captain mindset is: aggressive cricket. So fast ball, that's the new term. Fast ball, they call it. Mm-hmm. I said already, I would be mad if he declared with base on seventy-eight. I would give him two overs to make. The um the twenty two one three hundred. But after he after he got out, I, I said okay. I I pretty much understood it. The only thing I said four hundred a lot more. A lot more than three ninety three. Oh oh we are too. Yeah. Go ahead, Dennis. Uh, let's see if we can hear from Audi. Actually wanted to come in around this time. So Yes. You know one of the other things. One of the other things that is very noticeable, um, Ivor, is the crowd size. We've always thought that, uh, you know, it takes India and Pakistan to bring out the crowds. But certainly, England and Australia can rival the that ashes. crowd, you know, because the, the they is were... Big. The, mm-hmm. the, the ashes is big. And then you're playing yeah. against the world championship. The world champions. Mm-hmm. So it means something. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was definitely quite a size and quite a crowd and uh, very enthusiastic, very reminiscent of the sort of thing we see when India and Pakistan get together. Not as noisy, but certainly very enthusiastic crowd. And it really, at times, one tend to think that maybe Test cricket is uh, having a sort of a hiatus. You know, we're thinking that it's on the way out, but seeing that type ah. of uh, support there and the type of support when uh, when Pakistan and India plays makes you wonder if what is needed really now is just something to spice it up, for want of a better term, something to spice up the game, such as, you know, maybe what England's attempting to do now. We want to win rather than we want to draw. And so that might well mean a great deal for um you know for test cricket. Virgil? Virgil. Do you have any anything on that? No, it it, 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 it it was a kinda of shock to hear you say that because I'm always like I mean, I'd love to see my test cricket and I know you get excited test cricket. Only when West Indies play or something like that, you know, get none, but when there's other champion team play that really want to play test match them and give you because you see the class of the Batman, and it's yeah. nice to see when the guys plead and plead and plead and then end up and make a hundred men. That's that's what we call classical batting. Not not just go out and do a little entertainment, boom boom boom, 
6-4, and then out and think you're a champion. That's to show you the real, real technique of cricket. And that's why we, that's where really, you need to see the entertainment too, you know, with 2020. But to say, because that's making a lot of money, but that doesn't turn you, turn you into a good Batman. It just turn you into, as we call, a woofer, you know. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I love to see my test cricket, especially these, these, the champion game I played and this one coming up, this one playing right now. I enjoy that. Okay, okay folks, we have to pause for a cause because Audley isn't able to do the birthday and anniversary of the Walter Henry Burton. Or, but we're going to go continue with it, and we're going to start off with, with, with a little song and then ask you guys to come on in and give us your tips. Oh, no. Oh, I'm not going to play that one. No, 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 no. I, I'm hoping to get the, the right one. Okay, I'm going to play this one, the one that we played a little earlier on, until we get to the one, until we begin with this. Today's Father's Day. My father, Isaac Liverpool, and my mother, Edward Lynn Bartholomew. that are with us and those who can hear us and those who wish to say happy Father's Day to all. I just want to take the opportunity to say on behalf of the Cricket Show, we want to offer our best wishes to all the fathers, the mothers who acted as fathers and those who do so otherwise. We, Lord, we pray for them this evening though, and we wish them well. We are going to take a little time out to celebrate them this evening. So we're going to start off with Virgin. Virgil, your dad, is he alive, or is he not with us? No, my, 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 pa, my father passed away, like, maybe 20-something years ago. Yeah, so. But um, my mom passed away, I don't remember how much years ago, but as a single parent, 
I always have to wish my mom, every time Father's Day comes, I wish her happy Father's Day because she was playing the role of mother and father at the same time. Um, yeah. I'd like to wish my brother, Michael, a happy Father's Day. And on the 15th of this month, June, a happy belated birthday to Candace Cochrane, who's in Antigua. I hope she's listening because I can tell her to listen, so I'll give her her birthday greeting. And I'm going back to another mother and father again, um, Vedis Harris, up there in Willikey. Her, she celebrates her birthday on the 15th also. I'd like to say happy, happy, happy birthday. And I wish you all the best. And I hope you're listening. I wish you all the best and many more to come. And another mother and father again, um, Roni Richards in a screen, Green Bay. Uh, I can't remember Cookson? which part in Antigua again. Cookson? Um, Cookson? No, no, no. Um, I remember when I finished, but Roni Richards in Grace Farm. I just want to wish her. A happy, happy, she celebrates her birthday also on the 15th of this month. So I want to wish you a very, very, very happy birthday because most of these mothers have been father and mother at the same time. So I just want to wish you all the best and many, many more birthdays to come. Thank you very much. Indeed. Okay. Donna, how about you? You got your daddy's alive, your mother, father, your brother. Yes, I would like to extend... Father's Day greetings to my dad, Franklin A. Brown, MBE over there in Nevis, on this mm-hmm. Father's Day. Hope that he is having a nice day. I would also like to extend to my brothers, Ivor, Roger, Odell, Gerald, and Virgil. Those are my mm-hmm. brothers. I also have Sydney, That's my me. brother from another mother. Mm-hmm. Sydney, I would also like to extend to all my friends who are fathers, my uncles, all over the world. Have some in England, have some in Nevis, have some here in the U.S. that are celebrating Father's Day today. All right. And, and I would also like to say happy birthday greetings to my sister Vita. She turns 60 on Friday. And my mm-hmm. sister Rennie, she has an anniversary on Saturday. So those are my celebrants for this All week. Right. We, we celebrate with you. Okay. Ivor, Ivor, you want to follow through? And pick up please. Yes, of course. Um, Daddy B, he leads the way. He will be 95 this year, wow. September 15th. Wow. So um, hopefully it's not his Father's Day. So Daddy B, happy Father's Day to you. And of course to all of the other fathers. Uh, heavenly well, birthday, um, Father's Day to my dad who would have passed on. So um, to all of us here on the, the the panel, we just want to extend Happy Father's Day. I don't know. We always make it easy on the the, the mothers because we know we're gonna get um, a tie or some socks. So we always make it easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we want to say thank you nonetheless. <laughs> so I think 
that's it for me. And everybody who's having birthday in the month of June, yeah. I'm going to just be awesome. Happy, happy Father's Day to all and happy birthday mm-hmm. to all. Those who are having anniversaries, like Sister Winnie, and of course, Gita, you know, Cancer, of yeah. course, having her 60th birthday. So welcome to the fall, Gita, into the 60s. He's over there, Nevis, just returning from the UK. So, happy birthday, and of course, do enjoy the whole month. Amen. So, that's it for me. How about you, Dennis? Dennis, you, you have a yes. host. It, mm-hmm. it, it's my, my son, Darren's birthday today. And mm-hmm. so, it's a double celebration for, for the family, I guess. I, and a dad, he's a dad, and he's, it's his birthday. And of course, yesterday was his son's birthday, my grandson's birthday. So, my son, grandson's birthday yesterday, and my son's birthday today, and his father's day today. So, we have a lot of celebrating to do in the Heath household. I want to wish everybody happy Father's Day, and to all my fellow panelists and colleagues and friends, who are within earshot, wish them all a pleasant and happy day for today, Father's Day. And anniversary birthdays, again, wish them all well. Back to you, Liam. Yes, indeed. I just wanted to take the opportunity again to wish all the fathers and the ladies who are acting as fathers happy birthday, you know, happy uh, Father's Day on behalf of the Cricket Show. And my personal friends, there are many, Dr. Leroy Lashley over there in the Miami, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Wentworth and Telbert Francis, my brothers. Phil Moore Hallbike, we never forget him. Um, can't remember everybody, but everybody whom I know. I want to just say happy, happy birthday to all of you and wish you well. I hope that all will be well in your neck of the woods as well. And trust that God will just pay your life to celebrate minimum more years of joy, happiness, and good health. we going to open the line for anyone who wants to call from abroad. I don't know if Hyacinth, you want to say happy birthday to some of your, your, your um, yeah. relatives and friends. Not birthday, yeah. but happy Father's Day or birthday, as the case may be as well. Yes, uh, happy Father's Day to my brother. I've got one oh, yes. brother, and and of course to his family, Daryl, and yeah, that's his son. And happy Father's yeah. Day to my son, Colin, and to David, mm-hmm. my husband, mm-hmm. and to all my nephews wherever they are. Although they haven't got any children, but happy Father's Day to them anyway. And uh, yes, it was my niece's birthday on the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. We've been state last week. And, um, yeah, just happy Father's Day to all fathers. And as you say, to mothers who take part as fathers and all the siblings who do the role. So everyone who takes care of each other. Happy Father's Day to each and every one. Just offer love to everyone. That's all we can do. So let's just thank God for this day and do the Mm. best we can. Yes, indeed. I just want to... Indeed. Can you do me a favor? Yes, I'm calling from Florida. Can you do me a favor with an English accent? Just say a happy <laughs> birthday to Vedas Harris, 
Rooney Richards, and Pandesi Cochrane for me, please. Happy happy birthday to Dalis, Condesi, Bailey. and what's Bailey Harris? Bailey Harris? Vedis, Vedis. 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 Yeah, Vedis Harris. Yeah. Vedis yeah. Harris, Condesi, Cochrane. Cochrane, Condesi Cochrane. And Roni Richards. Roni Richards. Richards. Mm-hmm. All, in the beautiful, all in the beautiful island of Antigua. Oh, all from that wonderful, wonderful island of Antigua. Happy birthday to you all. Wish you many, many more. Mm-hmm. I, well, you I just want to take my day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I want to just take time out to wish your, your brother, who is my cousin, and yeah. a personal friend of mine from youth, I shall never ever forget. Denfield Macho, he's the father <laughs> yes. of Darryl. Minister of Sports, Daryl, and he is my father. But he he spent many many Thanksgivings with me when I was in Miami, for well, 15 consecutive weeks. I mean years. He has come to shop, and we will play dominoes. We only come to the lights. <laughs> yes, dominoes. We eat. Eat the food that we had in Antigua. <laughs> we had our little time of worship and celebration, and it was really, really, really enjoyable. Happy Father's Day, Denfield. Love you, my yeah. brother. Was I spoke to him two days ago. Brother, but he is my cousin, and a cousin I shall never, ever forget. Denfield Matthew over the quickside. Yes, indeed. In Antigua. And I spoke for to him two days ago. And for all the ones who we have tried to celebrate, I'm going to play this song. I hope it comes up. Um, Luther, Vandras like to sing this song. Some volume on that, Leon. Not coming through. Leon? We are not hearing the song. Leon, it's not coming through. Not coming through? No. We're low. Low, very low. It's there, but it's low. Thank you, that's it. It's definitely better. Yeah. It's gone again. My no. father, Isaac Liverpool, and my mother, Edward Lynn Bartholomew. You've lost that one, too. So often, that I learned them all.
some of the great Yes, sir. Mr. Brown, <laughs> come on in. Long to hear your wonderful okay. voice. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I, a little um, louder. I'm hard to hear you. Oh, okay. Hang on a minute. Huh? Yeah, I'm hearing you quite well, Dennis. He's coming to okay, come great. over. Long mm. to hear, Leon. Oh, I don't okay. know. Okay, you hear me better now? Okay. Tune it up a little so, louder then. Mm-hmm. So today very is Father's Day, and my father is in Nevis, and I would sincerely like to wish him a very, very happy Father's Day, along with all the other fathers on the on this listening station. <clears throat> I also want to convey my best wishes to my sister Vita on her 60th birthday coming up this week. And also I think my sister Renee, she's having an anniversary this week also. So without any further ado, I wish them we all the best. You say your father's name. I don't think you said it, did you? He said his name. No, no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, assuming, I'm assuming it's one of the Browns in Nevis. Anyway, yes. it's um, Franklin Brown, okay. you know, former headmaster and now um, MBE. So I think only the, the English listeners would know what that means, a member yes, of the British yes, Empire. A member of the British Empire. Mm-hmm. Yes, so he has been ordained with that. And he's very proud of it. So, yes. happy Father's Day to him if he's listening. I can't get him on the phone normally because yes. he has become somewhat of a hermit. But <laughs> my thoughts <laughs> and prayers are always with him. Amen. So, Amen. Take it away. Yes, indeed. We just want to just extend our Father's Day wishes to him as well. He has been somewhat related to the show as well. He was here in the earlys when he's up and running and we just want to wish you well so God will just feel your life to continue to enjoy your days until he's ready to take you home to be in glory with him yes and he yes indeed yeah just one more thing he'll be making 95 in September ooh ooh oh how you wish Dennis oh how you wish you're going to be reaching there right yes (laughs) Yes. so I'm hoping to make that trip and be there with him Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Brown. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Happy happy Father's Day to you too, Brother Roger. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, man. Thank Mm. you. Thank Mm. you. I um, had a wonderful day so far. Mm. It started in the church, of course. Okay. Those church Mm -hmm. doors and the Father should should do likewise, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Anybody want to share that birthday I mean, um, Father's Day with Dr. MBE Franklin Brown over there in Nevis. He has been here with us. He has been with us many, many times. And we appreciate the contribution that he has made over the years. We wish him well. Uh, Anybody else? Uh, Anybody else want to say anything before we... I can just say happy Father's Day to Mr. Brown, and yes. that's his son there on the uh, phone. A happy Father's Day to you also. Yes, yes. I just wish you guys all the best and many more to come. Indeed. Thank you, thank you. That's so, okay, thank you, guys. Thank you, Roger. Be sure to call okay. us as, as, yes. as often as you can. Time permitting, you know, you're busy, yes, man. Yes. 
Okay, yes, yes, to I, <laughs> Normally, I'm listening to 60 minutes at this time. Okay. But um, I shall make it. A point of your duty to call in from time to time. We yes, appreciate it. I shall do that. Thanks for all you have done for I'll the put, show as well, too. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll put the onus on my brother. Okay. Oh, 
Thank you, Sufus. I got a call here from um, Mr. I wouldn't call his name, but because he's going to say, took the person to, for me to say happy Father's Day. Mr. Renfordor. Sure. 
Dr. Heisen Christian. I call her doctor. She's special. Oh, Dr. Christian. No, 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 doctor, no, doctor. no, doctor. no, 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 I will okay. give honor to you and thank you very much okay. for lending thank your voice to the show. Oh, it's nice hearing All you. And to you, take care. The reason I say God so is because he stays up until 2 o'clock in the morning to listen to us. He only <laughs> takes a doctor to do wow. that kind of thing. No, well, so, I'm trying to learn wow. about cricket. I thought cricket was just hitting a ball. <laughs> but I'm learning so much. Just thank you all very much. And it's nice talking to you. Yes. You have chosen the right platform to learn about cricket. These guys know everything about cricket, even how to spell it. <laughs> I know. It's, I was just telling my husband, when I was a kid, we used to hit the ball and we'd run until they find it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but it's, well, it's well, good, yes. I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with... You're also familiar with Dennis, too. He's all the way in California. He's two years is it behind us? Yes. Oh, Dennis oh. is in Cali- I thought Dennis was in England. Where's Dennis now? California. California. Mm-hmm. I, perhaps I was in England. Oh, you're my greatest, sir? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you're my greatest, I've always California. been. California? I've been in California, oh, but maybe the last in. time. I, I had to visit London recently, so maybe that's what you remember. But oh, I'm okay. Orig- oh, I think I'm, yeah. not, I think I'm confusing you with Simon. Mm-hmm. Yes, Simon. That's no, right. Simon, Simon is in London He's not with us this week. He's in, in London, England, or somewhere okay. in, in the UK. Very good to hear you, Dennis. I'm always very intrigued and, and um, inspired by your comments on the show. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed. All right, thank you. But I have a question for you. Uh-huh. You know, are you a betting yeah. man? I wondered how St. Kitts and Nevis will do in the next round of the CONCACAF. Well, I can tell you one thing. Yes. Um, Thinkers Navis will have every citizen of Thinkers Navis supporting them. So they have to have no choice but to do well. And so we need to tell the fans when the next game is. Are you aware of when the next game is due? No, I am not. I'll have to put you on to, to Ivor who will contact my... Um, the, the sportscaster for 2020 vision. I'm not. I'm mm. not sportscaster. I just try to follow along. All right. Well, okay. congratulations. To I'm, the the of the humble, I'm the one of the humble. I'm the one of the humble persons that try to keep up with everything that's going on. All right. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ren. Thank you so much, Ren. I appreciate you. Mm. Go ahead. I just like Dennis so that when is the big hepa two? of 2020 Vision Radio. He's very humble, Dennis. Yes, <laughs> yes indeed. Yes, yes. Well, a pleasure seeing them live and in concert. And they were, they were awesome. I know. Yes, yes. The Doe Brothers. The Doe Brothers. Everybody, brothers. Yes, everybody, indeed. everybody has a part. Everybody has a part to play. So, you know, it's very yes. simple. It's anybody, anybody, you know. Well, thank you all very much. You're very kind. Thank, thank you, too. So 
Thank you. Right. Okay, so that was Ren from Vision 2020, and they have been featured here so many times on our show. I, I'm just going to pull up one of their songs just to tell you, give you a, a, a bit of what they they do, and they have been doing it from the onset with us. Okay. So Dennis, you 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 I'm sure you've heard their songs here all the time, and they call them Duo Brothers. Just a bit to them. Yes. What this dying world could use is a willing man of God who dares to go against the grain and work without applause. A man who will raise the shield of faith protecting what is pure whose love is tough and gentle a man whose word is sure. God doesn't need an orator who knows just what to say He doesn't need authorities To reason him away He doesn't need an army To guarantee a win He just needs a few good men Men full of compassion Laugh and love and cry Men who will face eternity And are afraid to die Men who will fight for freedom And honor once again He just needs a few good men Yes, Jesus needs a few good men And we Happy to siphon an out of this section. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
You rarely see a team declare on the first day of a test match. And I think that was a very good declaration. Oh, and I hope they can push the advantage home. <laughs> More of it in. More of it in. But thank you, Mark. We, thank you. We, we thank you, Mark. We, we, we had a lengthy discussion, and uh, somebody, uh, one or two people here, will be quite happy for your um, confirmation that the decision had merit. Yes, thank you, brother. Brother. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I couldn't end this without you. Okay, folks, let us siphon back right into the meat of things. We are going to go right into the West, West Indies. West Indies. Versus what? Oops. Versus hmm. United States. United States. So who uh, are you, uh, you shouting for? Pathetic. Pathetic. No. Who are you referring Why to? Why do you say that? No, man, no, man. West Indies, number one in the world a couple of years ago. And look where we are now. Once upon a time. Ah, yeah. But, Mackenzie, you say pathetic. I mean, I accept that they're not exactly number one right now, but what is pathetic? Um, We were number one in the world not too long ago. Yes, no. 20 years ago? 1994? The United States to qualify? Hey, man. Wait, when you say say a couple years ago, are you counting in in, 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 in 30s? In in 30s? (laughs) Virgil. No, no. Behave yourself. I was number one, you know. I, I, I was still breastfeeding. (laughs) <laughs> Virgil Okay, okay <laughs> Alright Leon, let me start with the, the team selection Because, you know yeah. I, Okay I, 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 Did you see, did you see the, the team I, I posted? Yes, yes, I did and I had I one wrong think... One wrong I would not have played Hussein Go ahead You would not have played who? Hussein Yes, well, yes, he was one who I would not have included. Yes, he had 10 overs. I think it was he had, Hossein had 10 overs for 38 runs, which is an average of 3.8. So on the face of it, he, you know, showed that he probably, you know, deserved a place. Yeah, he's economical. Yeah, The, the, the one thing I have to take, and eat some humble pie because the one player that I would normally have left out turned out to be the man of the match. Jason <laughs> Holder. <laughs> no, he, he, who, he who shall Mr. be named yes. turned out to be man of the match. He had a good knock and, uh, you know, the respect for one wicket. But, you know, surprising how this game can humble a player. Um, King... You know, our King, who has been a run scorer for excellence, suddenly come to this match and was out uh, in seven balls. So the American players were obviously feeling well and truly on top of their game. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. They had their their tails up. They indeed. And, of course, Carl Mayers 
Palmeiras ended up basically the same thing, 15 balls. So in no time at all, we West Indies were 14 for two wickets. Mm-hmm. You know? So we have to now look at Johnson Charles. What a magnificent knock. And Skipper Shy Hope, what a season he's having. 54 to Hope and 66 to Charles. And I also have to take my hat off to Nicholas Foran to see how much his cricket has improved in this past year since they, well, dare I say, since he gave up the captaincy. His cricket has not looked back because his performance has been excellent. And um, Rustin Chase, again, one of the players I might have considered superfluous, turned out again. I owe him an apology because he came through with flying colors to score 55 and held the West Indies innings intact for the 297 runs. So all told, they did very well in terms of what they had. Now they need to take it up a notch when they come against their second match in a couple of days' time. That's my quick comment there, Leon. Back to you. Leon? Okay. Are you with me, Leon? Okay, let somebody have a radio in the background. Yeah, that must be Mackenzie. All right. Yeah, we have to anyway. give it to um, the West Indies. But at the same time, I don't like the idea that West Indies were being bowled out. Yes. I was in yes. a win-win situation because I'm supporting the USA as well. Not against the West Indies, but I would hope that the two teams to go through would be West Indies and... And the U.S. But then it's in zone, though, so it's going to be difficult. Unless they Yeah, but West Indies have to be mindful of net one weight as well, because... Yes. Just winning is not going to get... You, you heard my... You see my article? Same thing you said? Article? No, I haven't seen it, but at least I know you'll be up on that as well. They have to be mindful. They got bowled out, and they cannot bowl out the team. Yes, the win... Yes. The win and still end up not qualifying. Yes. I don't know if the if the if the batting look at it, it seemed to be top heavy because with Rosman Powell who just came off of a warm up century, he's batting even after Chase. He's batting what? Number number seven. Yeah. So we have we have to look seven, yes. with the point. He's batting seven. It, yeah, he's batting number seven. So I don't know if they just use him here as a finisher. I know 50 overs is a, is, a, is a lot of overs. But I don't like the idea with Alzar with Joseph. That's not opening the bowling? The no ball. I don't understand exactly. that. Exactly. I'm, I'm they poor. come up to the announcer. He became the, what, the number four bowler, I think, in, 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 in the... Um, in the in the lineup, that doesn't lineup? that that doesn't bode well with me. It doesn't bode well, and something something is wrong. Never mind, is the USA team. You have got to get line them up in a row, and this is what you have. I'm not changing my opening batsmen. I'm not changing my bowlers. They hunting peers. So get accustomed to that. Yeah. I, I I don't. Know. I thought they rectified that the other day because they were doing that with Aldo Joseph in his. 
early on in his career. Then people started to say, oh, he hasn't taken a fifer. He gets only one or two wickets. Now you gave him a chance to be the speedster, and now you've gone back. So I don't know if I should point to Sheho or the new um, coach. But I'm but I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Do you think do you think that yes. they actually held held Joseph back as the finisher? Recognizing that towards the end of the fifty overs the uh, the United States batter would probably be on top a little bit and they figured that Joseph with his experience and speed no. should be able to come in there and clean things up. No. I'm wondering no. if that No 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 No, no. I never no. known him to be a finisher. And the let me answer him there is no no no. Joseph ends up being the most expensive bowler. Going for over six and over. He's too good a bowler to be coming to clean up. He's no finisher. No. He bowls up in the power play. You want mm-hmm. your best bowlers to bowl up in the power play when only two men are outside mm-hmm. of the 30-yard circle for the first 10. And he can beat them with speed when that ball is hard and new. Then he can mm-hmm. always come back in the depth to bowl Yorkers. So uh-huh. finishing with 10 overs does not mean you have to bowl when the horses are already bolted. No, that's mm-hmm. not a good try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. to, to, to take me, your point. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that completely. I, I agree. I, to be honest, I would have, looking back, I would have gone with Shepard ahead of, of, of Paul, but they must have seen something I don't see because Shepard is a man that is, you know, you can, he came back and make some good runs the other day too, and he has been in the limelight to get wickets. And he no, is more Paul, Paul was, than was than So I'm not knocking Paul. Yes. I, I'm yes, not knocking yes. Paul. I think Holder is the man who's supposed to be the finisher. Like we used to have Bravo yes. okay. with his experience. Mm-hmm. Holder, not up front for Holder. We need some wickets up front. Holder is a is a holding kind of a bowler, a defensive mm-hmm. kind of a bowler. We can't have Holder attacking up front and then using Alzari Joseph where people are swinging their bats, top edge in here and top edge in there. What do you think of um, Carty instead of instead of Ozane? No, we are already top heavy with Batman with Wasman Powell batting at number seven. We can't have Carty in here unless okay. unless one of the batters up front are failing. He has to replace one of the batsmen. The opening batsman, Johnson Charles, and I don't see Johnson Charles moving. I don't see um, Poan moving. The captain is not going to move. Chase is not going to move. So actually, no, no, I, I miss, I miss, I misspoke. Actually, I meant Karaya instead of Osain. But okay. that's, that's, I, 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 I would even be I, because he was taking wickets. Yeah, that's what I meant. Karaya mm-hmm. instead of Hossein. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Hossein was in a holding pattern. He he bowled for under four and over, and that is excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, and he yeah. bowled his full ten overs. As a matter of fact, he's only no. two of them bowled ten overs. Alzari, Joseph, and himself. No, Rustin Chase as well. And, yes, Chase yes, you're right. Rustin Chase. 
But I, I simply mean thing again. What case was it asked man given, to bowls? But given the the, the the performance of Korea in the warm up matches and in the um, UAE, it appears to me that he is perhaps effective because he's bowling leg break. Um, Hossein is not really a leg break bowler, is he? Yes. I, I think that that might have, that might have been more challenging for the American batters to um, no, face Karaya. Hussein is slow left arm. He has more control. Yeah, more control. So. He used to ball, used to ball up front. He used to open yeah. the bowling sometimes too. I don't know. They have not been doing that anymore. Yeah. But back into the batting lineup though, because I don't want to throw away Carty, yeah. you know, because in the 50 over format, I think that Carty have a good chance getting in ahead of Powell. And I believe that's why Powell was not named captain for the 50 overs, because he's not a showing, he's not a surety to, to make the 50 over. The 20 overs, yes. So we might find that Carty might get a chance mm-hmm. once they continue into the World Cup and qualify. They need to keep Carty. Because Chase is not going to always come too. And Cathy can be the holding man there instead yes. of um, yeah, mm-hmm. instead of Wagner mm-hmm. Powell. So I, that, that's where Cathy is going to hold um, hold strain to get in there. What do you think of the West Indies champs against Nepal? Oh, that's a showing. But they need to win big. This, this yes. is winning and getting there. They need to get in the books and realize that they just need to win big, just don't win. Mm. That might be a mistake that they're making. Yes, yes, because of course only two goes through here, and yes. uh, with Zimbabwe in what looked like good form, West Indies definitely have to be on their p's and q's, so to speak. Yes. All right. Uh, young Gajanan Singh for USA batted very well. In fact, without his, I think, West Indies could well have not missed down, but he came in the middle when USA was on the racks, and uh, he held things pretty much. 101, he scored in 109 balls with uh, Cheyenne Jahangir. So we can see that, uh, you know, the USA has not an unreasonable possibility of getting maybe two or three wins in this thing if they can just apply themselves. Yeah, that's something. He's been around. He plays in the in the U.S. Open um, yearly in December. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So he's, he's 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 a good player. Yeah, he's no and, and the opener there, your your friend. Stephen Taylor, yeah, we need to come through as well. I mean, yeah. he got some wickets. He was in the wicket column. I think he got two wickets. But only yeah, had eight in mm-hmm. He has to. He has to do better than that. Stephen Stephen Taylor, that's three for fifty-three of the USA. Mm. Yeah, yeah, three for fifty-three, and he had them struggling. But yes. Oh, yeah, but well, 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 well,
And Not you know, they, they are watching, the other teams are watching us, you know, to see where your weaknesses are. We're supposed but, to dominate but, these, these teams. Dominate. Yeah, what, Liam, what he just said there, Mr. McKenzie, he opened a mouthful. Mm-hmm. He just sent against us and pulled us out. That's not a good sign. That is not a good sign. One more thing, man. Plus, we did not bowl out the, the, the other team. Yeah. We had three strikes against us. We did bowl them out. A guy made a partnership. And we lost all of our 10 wickets. Yeah. Not a good sign at all. No. Not a good, good sign. No. I, this will determine, we'll see how they react to it, because, and I don't know what is happening to to, to uh, Mez as a batsman. He seems not to have been able to, they have found out his weakness. No, I think he's just tired from the IPL, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to wake up for <laughs> Is not their is not their problem. It's not is is not the USA problem. It's no, no, our problem. But the, yes, yes. You you ask what's the matter with him, and I'm telling you what the matter. No, but you. But, but Dennis, he was being rested. But that's not enough from the IPL. It's only a week ago, you know. But in the in the IPL, you have to play every day. Leon, Leon, don't fool yourself. Those guys have to be in the park working mm-hmm. out. Yes. Especially those net bowlers and stuff. They have to be there working. So not because you don't see them and they're playing every day. They are mm-hmm. out there. That's their job. They have to go and play. No, but after the, I, what I meant, after the IPL finishes Ivor, they were not picked by the West Indies to play the match. They were resting. No, it's still not yes, enough time. Yes, it's not enough it's time, time. Yeah. All right. Well, but yet you put Holder up there, right? You put Holder to well, hold fast. Uh, but Holder so. didn't do all that much. He was the there, though. He was. He still. He may not have been on the field, but he was in in the in the um, practice session. But Mayers actually played more games and was required to do more. So I, I still say Mayers might have been a little overworked. And tired, yeah. more so than older. That's what the teams did. I say, I'm hoping that all of them could be tired. <laughs> so, is that their problem that they want to win this thing? These teams are serious contenders. We cannot take anybody for granted. No one should be taken for granted. Those teams are putting a lot of preparation into their, their teams to make sure they do well. Those teams are serious but, contenders, and they have the money to do it too, especially those Middle East teams. The I think all the teams are trying to humiliate your opinion. Go ahead, one at a time. Go ahead, Ivor. Not that we're into the lounge, Yago. Yes, our, yes, indeed. Uh, um, so let's give honor yeah. to that. Lawrence Rowe and Walter Henry. Yeah, well, we just finished that. And we into the Lawrence the Mr. McKenzie? Yes, I just think that the only 
all the teams in this in this series there is trying to humiliate the West Indies. And I think the West Indies need to be more forceful and be more aggressive. We in these it, we shouldn't be losing more than five wickets in 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 a, Never, never, you know, mm-hmm. we have to be more superior and we have to show in this place. Can, can somebody tell yes. me, Mr. McKinney, how many, how many centuries is going to on, on tour? How many centuries is going? One or two? The question? How many centuries what? have we scored on the tour? You mean the West Indies? West Indies. Oh, we, we, well, I know we scored at least three because um, King scored one um, in the warm-up matches. Powell scored one. Uh, right. So we scored at least three uh, that I can recall. But can, uh, what about Donnelly? And does he have anything to throw oh, in oh. on the uh, West Indies? Donna? Yes. Let's bring it down on Okay, so my take was when I watched the game today, I say just like you other guys would have said, West Indies mm-hmm. should have beaten USA by a much wider, big, bigger margin. Yes. That was I agree. To me. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they should have showed their dominance a little bit better for me. I really didn't see them when they bat because I was here watching the England and 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 things. So after that we went out, I went over to that game. So I didn't see them when they bat. I just saw, and you let a man make a century on you. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they couldn't. That last wicket partnership, they had something something wrong. Yes, yes, yes. unbroken. That yeah. How how you for allow that to happen in your first game against USA? To me, they should have shot. They should have got. They should have beat them by a bigger margin. Exactly. That wasn't good enough for me. So if if USA gives them such a run for the money, what are the other teams gonna do? <laughs> well, Donna, you asked. Donna, you asked. You asked a pertinent question okay. because. But before before you beat the Pandana, before you beat the Pandana, let me let me say, let Donna put a backup. Donna, you went and you look at this cricket over the white ball cricket. So. I'm easily blow because then it's, then it's coming yes, on. Yes, because you. I wanted to know what is going to become of that declaration to see if it made sense. That's why I was watching. Would that Australia make the run? That's why you would, have to look. Would England contain them beyond? Yes. No, no. That's no, why I thought You see? You see, you see why this cricket is the ultimate now? It's a pending exactly. You can play every aspect of the, the, of the three formats. Yes, three every I, I, aspect can be played. I, I, yep. I was giving, yeah, I was so. giving, Ivor, I was giving Donna a kudos, not, 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 you know, challenging her. She's made okay. a very astute observation because the West Indies will, the the West Indies will change your, your, your viewpoint, Dennis. Is it that you? No, no, no. Yeah, the cricket is here to stay. Then it's already said that I'm going to say what did they was surprised. But go ahead, Dennis. I want to hear Dennis. <laughs> yes. I, I'd say 
Yeah, Donna made a very astute point because the West Indies will play Nepal next and Nepal scored and then, 200 and then and 200, 290 against Zimbabwe. So that means they have players who can hit the ball. And Zimbabwe is no slouch when you think about it. So the West That's Indies true. will definitely so, have to be on their A game. Yeah. Yep, I have right there in your corner, Donna. Yeah, they should have been beaten by a hundred or more. Right? Yeah. And you had them, you had them, and let them off. Like if they eased up. Yeah. Anybody else want to say anything? On the Western Asia? How about... um? The other, the other match, Zimbabwe versus the Nepal. Yeah. Is that much as we have this saying, well, you won't do West Indies? You have that scorecard there, Dennis, for Nepal? Yeah, for, for Nepal? For Nepal, mm-hmm. yes. Um, Okay. Uh, Nepal, I have it here. Nepal batted hmm. first and scored 290 for eight, with um, Bertel getting 99. Unfortunately, one away, and Sheikh 66, Mala 41, Odell 31. So those top four players, one, two, three, four players, carried the bulk of the innings because when they were out, when they were gone. The bottom six basically scored, uh, what, 20 runs between them. But 290 for eight was what they scored, which means that um, they are batters who are quite capable up front unless the West Indies are able to make a quick strike. And uh, against these guys, they could well be humbled in some respects. So... As Donna said, they need to bring their A game because Nepal will not be a walkover. Back to you, Leon. Yeah, they had 271 for five. They had 271 for five at one stage, and then they end up making 290 for mm-hmm. eight. 290 for eight. So they lost some. Yeah. They lost some. You got wicked on the end. They want the partnership of 170 something. Um, let me look that back. is crucial. One. That's what we. Uh, one seventy one for one. Takers, mm-hmm. exactly. One seventy one. Your wicked takers, the Alzao Joes, them have to come up there to break people's edge off with your slip catchers taking them, and you keep and you cannot let the horse out the burn. Just have all the people out there on the thirty yard circle because they say you cannot go beyond the thirty yard circle. Mm-hmm. By the time Aldari Josie come in, a man already set, going to top mm-hmm. edge for six and ball flying off the thing. You don't want that. You don't want that. You must have some speedsters up on there. Mm-hmm. When you know you have to have your leg gullies and your gullies, two gullies, you need bowlers who are going to do that. Not somebody who's going to just run up and bowl and they tap the ball to gully when a single, tap the ball out to extra cover when a single, get it between the gap there and, and run. Because these guys are running now. That's one of the beauty of this. This um, yeah. white ball cricket in 50 overs, you have to be able to run between the sticks. It's not bang, bang, 
You know, another point to note here is that the Zimbabwe lost only two wickets. They had two players who scored centuries in this match. So, again, West Indies definitely have to, as you say, be aggressive. They have to be aggressive. Yeah, the the, the opening pair, I don't know. Something Something is not really, really striking me to be perfect up front. If you open with this, we're going to... How many saw the, the dismissal for for, uh, for Mayors? That looked that look so awful. Clean up middle stump. Clean up. Not even to get LBW. Just terrible. But anyway, I hope this is just a wake-up call. Because we cannot win it. It is a wake up call, Yeah. I said, I hope. They may not think so. They win the game. They may think, we win. A win is a win. But there's, there's a lot of lessons they can learn from this win. I don't know. Sammy has got to give them the right. I can tell them what happened. What happened to you guys? You nearly blew it. So, let's yes, hope that... Yes. You see how, how Zimbabwe won? They won within, what, 45 overs? These yeah, guys with, with eight wickets to spare, man. Eight wickets. That's it. Eight wickets victory. Mm-hmm. And they're home now, you know. Their tails are up. I know, you, I know we're going past this but you went back to Italy. And I'm keeping an eye on Hope speeches, you know. Yeah, listen to some of the things that Hope is saying there, you know. I don't want to really comment on it now, but... I'm not too sure that... I didn't hear what you said. Leon, excuse me interrupting. I can't. We've got some technical problem with Virgil. Can you bring him in again, please? Okay. Okay, let me try again. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Alva. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, speaking about people who are getting chances, I mean, who are getting um, stopped and not converting, to me that is mm-hmm. so elementary. So the batters have to take pride in themselves. People, when you're batting, do not look for who is behind. Once you're in, you're in. Mm-hmm. I don't think right. it's time for the press conference for him to become saying this. These are things for the dressing room and things for people to understand. You can't get your stars and don't convert. And then that's all we're hearing at, 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 at the end of press conferences and stuff. To me, those are elements. Elements. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know... Uh, one one thing um, which is notable in the um, Nepal bowling, we've heard a great deal about Lamichel, and yet he came on and he was not very effective in this particular match. He had 10 overs uh, for 77 runs. That seems to me an awfully high average there for a bowler of his repute. Mind you, it could be the wicket just wasn't taking spin. But, you know, he is a bowler that is quite capable of going through um, any team. So West Indies will have to be definitely, and we can't have this anymore. They have to be on the A game because uh, it's not it's not going to be a piece of cakewalk again. I think, uh, Leon, yeah. Yeah. 
Which one? Uh, are you still hearing we, me? Yes, we yeah, are hearing you. Welcome to our voicemail system. You have reached the mailbox of 51152. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording. That's first, isn't it? Yeah, he just called me. He's waiting for your call there. Okay. Let me, let me get him on. Put it if you are put I'll put on the check mark, but I don't know what's... Okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. We'll, we'll... Go ahead, guys. Right over there. Yeah, what we're saying, hope is confusing me. He's saying the battle of them should, once they get a start, they should go ahead. And then in the same but he's saying it's about putting runs on the board. So then again, it doesn't matter if you get a century. So which one? If everybody going to make 60 and make 200 runs, that's fine. I agree with that. But don't come and tell me that. You, you, you're telling the folks if you get a start, Continue. Which one you need? You need the ones on the board, or it doesn't matter if you get a start and you don't continue. Which one you need? Okay. Well, it looks like. Uh, Let's see. We have Virgil back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. I, I, yeah. Thank you. I don't know what happened. Somebody called in and I tried to get rid of them, and then he put this call on 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 hold. I don't understand why. Okay. I, I think Donna got dropped to Dennis. Yeah. Yes. All right. But no, you know, you know what happened? Every time, let me go, it's clear. Every time when Dennis said um, about test match and then Ivor said he wanted to hear it again, it seemed like my line does get <laughs> shut off. <laughs> and it happened twice. So I'm saying that to say, when, De- when, when Ivor wanted Dennis to say test match is here to stay, my line get cut off. So I think Dennis don't want me to say nothing. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have that. We have Donna back, right? Are we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Donna's back. So. And yes. All right. So, any any comments from you, Donna? Oh, did you hear? Donna? I missed that little bit. Any comments? Oh, what was it? Okay. You- I dropped out, so I, I missed a little she, bit. Here. Donna doesn't know what we talk, the subject is right now. So yeah, okay. To tell her. I too was dropped out. Uh, but I, was talking, guys... I was talking about. I was. I was talking about. Um, I expect our captain to talk about us. Oh yes. You yes, come like this. Um, Gajin and batting well and all that kind of stuff. Tell me ways how we're gonna get this man out, and we couldn't get the last wicket partnership broken and all this kind of stuff there. Then maybe going back to the drawing board. That's why I, I like to hear, I, I say to Eddie, Lau was a good speaker, and he can address what happened in the game. Even Holder used to do that well, Sammy. I need people to understand what's happening in the game to show me leadership, because anybody can captain a game. Because that's what the, the, the law says. A team is played between 11 players, one of whom shall be named captain. I need leaders. And hope have to show me some leadership quality, especially when he go up to that podium. I used to be fighting with Shander Paul. Used to be up to the podium to tell you the truth. I believe he knows his game, but sometimes it's what you're saying and how we come out. We are wondering if we know where we are going. I don't want hope to fall into that category. And, oh, and, and I see you have take... two big problems. I see him has two big problems: the opening position. I don't know. They, they're not motivated enough. Their role is to 
at least to hit that new ball or white ball early and get us a good start. And if one guy gets in, he must make sure he carries the team. Nobody's making sense They're just making 60 and 50. And you have to know how who is going to break that partnership in, in, in case you have one. You, you just relax it to me. They're like the ease of the pressure. And let these tail-enders, but they're not really tail-enders, go and just do what they like. And not only being the wicked, but playing, scoring in, a, in excess of one and oh, um, a runner ball. So they expect 600 runs. I mean, six six per over, get three hundred runs if they continue in a way. I they got the dress that the hope Sammy Sammy sees it. Okay, then then mm. I just pull this thing up. Let me let me, let me read. Tell me this is something that a captain should be saying about an opening player. This is I'm quoting Hope here. He said, "On Gardinan, I think he played. Wait, it moved here. Wait, wait, wait." I think he played well, though I thought he should have pushed on a little bit more. I mean, this is the opponent he's saying. He's saying the guy played well, but he thought he should have pushed on a little bit more. Are you talking, about, he, who he, are talking about our player? You know, he's talking about the batsman over there. He's not talking about our player. Like, Wait, well, next thing should have stayed who, in and pushed. Who's, he's saying, Gardiner, who? USA. Played well, but he should have pushed on a little bit more. Oh. No, you give you more no. credit and say at the, at the podium, I credit my bowlers for cramping. Um, that he was not yeah. able to push. Oh, he's blessed. He yeah. said the guy should be able to push on more. Man, give your bowlers yeah, credit. Put that confidence yeah. in your ball that you crippled the guy who made plenty and he made. Sense, I didn't hear it. He's not making any sense on his idea. And people have to understand yeah. when you're captain and you're leading your team, you have to show a praise where it is due. Your ballers got a little thing to for him. Will you tell mm-hmm. me he should push on a little further? We give your ballers the credit. I don't know if Virgil have something to say about that. He didn't credit his ballers for <laughs> cramping. He blamed me. You know, yeah, boy, you know sometimes when you have a player. And they go in front of the mic is a different proposition, you know, so. That's why you said anybody, but you have to lead. I wouldn't yeah. feel good in the yeah. ball if I'm hearing my captain up there saying, he blamed me the batsman. As opposed yeah. to giving me the credit for not allowing yeah. him. You praise somebody when they beat you. Push praise the ballers for cramping his yeah. side. He made 100, but he made it slow. He didn't make it in, 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 in a strike rate of, of, of 200, you know. Mm. Yeah. He yeah. In, he, he, he's saying it was his fault. Give your ball the credit. That's what leaders do. Trust me. Ivor, he's he learning should. on the job. Yeah, but huh? if, if you, if you play that long, and you're part of qualifiers, we have to have somebody who can do the job. <laughs> and when you get in front of the mic for people to go, they're, they're looking at these things. If, if don't make them yeah. see these things, where do you think the world is a thing? Some of them supposed to see these things and tell him. When you go to your boots to bowlers, man, said this ball very well today. Look how we had a man in form, yeah. made 100. But we crippled him and he did it slowly that he didn't get his team over the end. That's what you want to hear from your leader. <laughs> he didn't do that at the press conference. Yeah. 
Agreed. You know, um, Leon, I have one point to bring up. I'm going back to the test series. I'm not uh, sure if you're aware that the, the, the test format, the, the formula used to calculate the uh, champion, the, the top two who plays in the final, will be changed as of this year. So in this next cycle? Mm -hmm. this, yeah, this next cycle will be the, the, the test final right? championship will depend mm -hmm. now on your ranking in the table rather than how many points you've earned in a certain oh, series. So okay. that could... No, 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 that's that, significant. Yeah, that might <laughs> allow... That might allow the West Indies a little bit more leeway in that World Test Championship series for the next cycle, which is about two years from now, I think. But, you know, I digress. I just simply wanted to... Um, but, but do you think, our, with all due, due respect to the West Indies, do you think West Indies is going to be up in, in, in the top tier? Well, because it's going to be based on your ranking, I think that they have a better chance of getting in the middle of, in the mix, rather than how many points you've earned. So we will see. We will see. Yeah. I mean, we've okay. got a new coach, and everyone tells me that he's got the mojo working. <laughs> so I expect that they will be finishing higher than ninth this year in this next test cycle. Back to you, Leon. But, but this is not talking for the World Test Championship. You're talking about qualification yes. for the ICC. Yes. Okay, I see your point. No, no. We're talking about the World Test Championship um, qualification. Or who, or who qualifies for the championship? Are you in the top two? Well, last year, but I don't know what this, it's changing. They're changing the rules for this cycle. And it's going to be based on, you know, um, where their ranking is. Now, I'm not sure that the final games will be the top two. It may well be that they will have some kind of a knockout based on your ranking to see which of the teams will actually contest the final? I, I hope so. Um, Dennis, which part of that yeah. you're saying West Indies might have a slight chance? Explain to me which part of that uh, West Indies well, might have a slight chance. Well, what I'm saying, um, Virgil, if it's based on ranking, it may well mean that they will probably have some kind of a playoff between the ranks in order to advance the top two, as opposed to right now, it was based on points, and the top two with points were the ones who contested the final. This time around, because it's ranking, I suspect that what will happen, the ranks will play to advance themselves to, uh, in a kind of a knockout round. That's, that's what I believe will happen. But more but, but no, be, you know, no, 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 Dennis... Uh, do you really foresee Western in the top four? For the well, next I'm not saying that. They're not necessarily they're not the impossible. Top four. I, I, it's not likely to me right now. I believe, I'm, to be honest. Oh, come on. You've got Sammy at the end. Not Sammy. Coley at the end. So, what, what I mean? Don't you have faith in him? That's why he I have faith. I <laughs> For 20 years, I have faith. And they have a move on the IO. No, no. We're in a new era now, Leon. 
Coley's at the head, and he's the miracle man. Um, does he play on the on the field? <laughs> he's the coach. <laughs> hey, no, no, the coach, the coach is beyond the boundary, you know. The coach is behind no, no. the boundary. <laughs> he's the miracle man. That's why they yeah, put he, him there to turn yeah, things but around. He's, he's beyond the boundary. If you put him in the 30 yards, if you put him in 30 yards, maybe that will help. Liam, <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to give you a pass, Liam, because I know you 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 made a mistake there. You you say you had faith for 20 years. I thought you had units, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? She too. Oh, you have to walk. But I know you are talking just cricket, but I I just uh, I'm appalled with the same thing with hope because I know you that all is, don't like Holder, but you see you you listen to Holder at the press conference today, and Holder no. said exactly what he's saying here today. You have to have a process, and hope would have heard him talk before he talked. The process, you open batsmen, you open bowlers. And you mm-hmm. have to stick to it. Older said that today. You all remember? I'm sure you heard him when he said that. I didn't, he I didn't hear him. him. I, I didn't hear him, so that's why. Yeah, I okay. couldn't comment. Let us to ratify what they're saying because we lead them on Sunday here. So those who come on, judge on the others, and they, they, they miss them. They're going to hear us first. Listen to the captain from um, the USA. You hear what he said? The guy batted well. But the other folks, Wow. Did not support and come up to standard. That's what exactly. we're supposed to say. Oh, we keep yeah. it and we didn't allow the other battles to really come on and support him and move on. Those are the kind oh, of okay. things that you say. The you. USA captain got it. And remember what he said again today? He said they were not under any pressure. His words, he showed his face in West Indies thing. He said it on his press conference. He said we were not in. We were not under any pressure. Imagine that. He lose a match and say they were not under any pressure. What do you think the other teams are, are thinking when they come up to <laughs> Yes, you have to use the word carefully. He said it. <clears throat> so who them have to they have some work to do with this with that capacity. You have to put people under pressure for the ones. Let them exactly. take the boat. The Azawi judge have them getting small, backing up to to, to the square like umpire. They, the man said in his press conference, we were not under any pressure. I'm quoting him, his exact words that he said. Mm. So I'm not taking the win. Everybody always in his win, they win USA. It's how you win, how you do it. How exactly. And, and they had them in a chance that they could, could knock them out and let them just get away. Mr. McKenzie used the big word today. You have to dominate. Big, yeah. You have to do it. <laughs> We did not do Let's say if he come back. He had a little conference a while ago. Mr. McKenzie, you have anything else to say? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I, I just want to see how we come out of this section of the tournament. And if we don't come out as number one and come out very strongly, you are going to be in serious trouble in the if we qualify for the big, for the other side of the tournament, we have to do a lot of work. You see, so um, I'm just watching to see how we perform at this point. 
which to me at this point isn't very good at all. You have to be more, you have to be more dominant, and we have to make more runs and lose less wickets. We lose in too many wickets playing these little guys down there. So we have to really improve in our performance. Yes, sir. Okay. Leon, Leon has just found it. It's a quick info. I'm going to quote. Mm-hmm. On facing West Indies, we were pretty confident there was not a lot of pressure. Just a few mistakes. And we have mm. to make sure we apply ourselves mm-hmm. in the next. This is what the captain saying against West Indies, losing a match. He winners. <laughs> And yeah. then Hopeful, yeah. after him, I'm praising Gardinan. He fought before Hope, and when Hope was like, come on, Hope, just dig this in after he doesn't speak, and let him know that they were pressed because he said it before you. The man tried in our face then in a press conference. You had the last talk, and you talk to him. Show me some leadership, man. Mm-hmm. That was bad. I said, I said, you're learning on the job. No. <laughs> well, with, let me finish the deal, Leonard. With me, <laughs> I want to win and to show even my good friend Darwin Sammy, we did not need the Russells and we did not need the Narines and everything, and we can dominate with what we have here. Right now, what Hope is telling me, but we needed these guys. If it's a ball, Leon said all the time, it's a ball over the 65 yard boundary. It's if you hit it way past 120 yards, it's still six. Mm-hmm. So if you can come with the big six and hold them and whoever, I mean, the whomever you want to bring back from the dead, it's still six. So I don't want them to come back. They work for them. So dominate with what you have. Don't show me that you're missing them. That, that, it sounds like that's what Hope's speech was to me today. I oh, oh, okay. Okay. That might be... That might be... When you hit when you say when you hit on six sixty five uh, uh ninety five meter, um it's still six. What? We don't yeah. get extra point for that? <laughs> no, no Virgil. No, we had to get extra point for that then. You might get another use ball. No, we Sergeant guys was going at that to get we we get extra points if you go hundred and twelve meter or something like that man. I mean, y- your ranking goes up. No, 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 no. I oh, have no, no. genuine. Maybe I'm not on to anything, you know. But I look at these little things. I like Sammy, and if the hope wants to be in Sammy's corner and want to show that I'm missing something, I'm missing the whistles or whatever. So you're gonna talk like this. I'm not buying that because I don't think we need the whistles. We don't need them. And we, we don't. Need them. We don't. No. So hope no. don't give me that kind of little sideways there where we have to begin to think I wonder if we need this or we need that. No. We're going to work with what we have there and boost you, you guys. Lead from that front. And I hope Sammy is satisfied with what he ended up with even though he didn't get what he wanted. I think he's, he's an astute um, leader. So I think he would just go along with what he has and want to win. Sammy have enough pride that he wants to win. The manner if feel like, like um, Virgil just said is hope. Sammy is beyond the boundary rope, so I'm going to work with him and let him instill confidence in his players to tell them, we don't have to look for no Russell. 
We don't have to look for no Narayan and nobody else. We don't have to bring back Pollard. Even though we hear Pollard is going to captain a team in the USA. Oh, he has not really done. I, I don't want that. Show the guys them here. Is no game, no no game playing nowhere in the world, right? Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to no. talk about Bang. Let's let's okay, finish so up that, that, that 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 Afghanistan. Yeah, we want we want these guys what because no game playing. What happens when the game starts? If you think they're gonna say we want them, they're gone again. So you can't you can't do that. Just leave them alone. Bangladesh versus Bangladesh, um, Afghanistan, folks. Bangladesh three eighty two and four twenty five four four. Afghanistan 146 and 115. Bangladesh Lu winning there by 546 runs. What happened there, folks? Is the uh, points um, eligible for the new cycle? No, I think that was the end. The new cycle is in the. I think that was a a, a wrap up. The new cycle Mm. starts. The Ashes series now and this begins, the, begins the new cycle. beginning of the series. And when India arrives in the Caribbean, it will be uh, the start of their cycle. And by the oh, way, um, Virgil, mm-hmm. are you aware that India will be playing two matches against the West Indies in your neck of the woods when they yes. come up here in August? 13th, August. August 13th, 12 and 13th. Something like that, yes. I was just wondering. Yeah, I, I got a picture. I send it to you, Virgil. I send the, the, the itinerary. I'll show you about it. Oh, Virgil is quiet. Virgil, no, you're quiet. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Western Indies play two West, matches in your neck of the woods. Western, West Indies and India. In, in India, we play. Oh, oh, you mean in August? August, yes. Yes. Yeah, they, they, them, them guys don't want me to go, man. Because I go in there, I can't even walk. I can't even walk with my two flag, and I, I just, I just kind of disappointed. Believe you, I mean, if I can't go in there and have my flag with my helmet and all kind of stuff, man, I, 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 I you know, sense if I go to the game, man. I really no, would no, like to go, but it just. Ex- Virgil, explain. What are you saying? I went there with my flag. Okay, I have my flag. Anywhere I go, I walk with my flag. They told me my. My flag can't go in because of the stick. Two stick in there. It's a weapon. Now I normally walk in with my cricket bat, the same ice green or gold cricket bat with my ball, my pass. It's certain you can't carry inside there. And that, I mean, weapon, people carry bat inside. There. And the same thing, they're selling, this, they're selling flag, West Indies flag inside there. And in, they have the, the flags inside there with the same stick. But I can't walk in with the one. They don't sell what I, I have a U.S. flag and an Antigua flag. They don't sell that inside there. But I can't take it inside here. You know what I did? I was so mad. I just break up the stick. And I was like, really? I don't even want to explain how I, I, I felt that day, man. It was just a shame. I was just, I went to watch the game, but I was just disappointed how you can't take this in there. You can't take that. You can't take it. It's just foolishness. It's a small flag, you know. Let it measure a little, little flag that stick in the bring a flag. The, the, the piece of stick on there is about 12 inches long. <laughs> well... Put it this but way, then you Virgil. see, you see all the people in there with big, some big flags with a with a long stick, and I I, I just don't understand that. But I it can't take it. This and it, it's the, the it's concessionaires ridiculous. are allowed to sell those things inside, but you're not allowed to bring it in. It's like taking no, a bottle. Of, they don't sell the yeah, no, flag. They, they, they don't sell. 
they don't, the only flag they have in there, have an India flag or West Indies flag? Well, you what know. I walk in with was a U.S. flag and an Antigua flag. <laughs> they would not carry those things inside here. Well, you understand? Well, you don't have the time to buy those things, Dennis. Dennis, that's another thing they do down there. And let me say it from being in the front line, too. You'll yeah. be outside lining up to come in. The match yeah. is going to start at 10 o'clock. And they're going to open yeah. the gate at 9.30. So by the time half the people reach inside, half still outside in a line to show tickets to come in, for them to tell you now, all of a sudden you can't come in with this hat, you can't come in with that, and so, you got to go run back to your car, or just don't go at all. That's a problem. Let, no, let me tell you, because I was up in the front. There was a lot of people, Indians from all over, maybe the guys hotel, maybe five miles away, whatever. They come in, they can't carry the snack bag with them. So where, would, where, where should they put their bag now when they're ready to go into the game? Because it's about half an hour before they open the game, and it's one gate they open to let everybody yeah. in which they're used to. Put, if you have bleachers, oh. you can walk on the bleachers side, right? So you know what them people have to do? Leave all of them bags right at the table right there. And just going because they want to go watch the cricket. No, that was so shameful. You have mm-hmm. a snap bag, yeah. you, can't, you can't walk with it going. So what I said now, a woman with a purse, that she throw it over her shoulder. Does she have to leave her bag there too? No. You know, so I just don't understand. If, if, if you have security, you search the bag and then before then go inside. But you open early, you search the bag and then from head to toe before you go inside. Don't tell people that they have to leave their bag I, out. They, I, they I can't, can't take it inside. Why they keep the gates closed and have this one gate coming in? Because the guys in there practicing. So you, you want to come in to sit and watch them practice, you're not going on the field. This is how they yes. them empty while you're down there practicing, a little toss here, a little this, you don't see all that. I mean, when I say you, I get a little privilege to go in. Okay. But I just said, this is so stupid. Everybody outside lining up outside here, and the place here mm-hmm. empty. Then the game starts, and that's when everybody starts to walk over everybody. You're walking in front of somebody, looking for a seat. See people, the game is going on now, you know. I know you find trying to find your seat with somebody who already seated. You're walking in front of them. So they need to just do something better, man. It's nonsense. Well, folks, we, we come. Right. We we hope that those who are in the administrative section, the organizing section, will take note of these comments because obviously they are a detriment to spectators coming in, not well, an encouragement for spectators coming let, in. Let, Back let, to let, you. Well, the other thing here, Virgil. Let me tell yeah. this one here, Virgil. When you come in here for a three-hour game, give yourself four hours in case you got to come into. To, to stand in line. For you to be paying $30 to park in a park that you don't have to pay for, and he has nothing, the parking has nothing to do with the cricket. It goes yeah. into individual pockets. Just tell him buy a gate and collect $30. It is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's what you have to pay up there now? Oh, man. Sorry, Leah? That's what we- no, that's what you pay for going into the park now? $30? No, to park, no, your, to car. park your car. To park your car? Just your car. Just to park your car, Leon. In an open lot that costs nothing. Just an open lot should say, go in here. And then somebody organize it and say, okay, y'all collect some money down there. They make millions down there. They don't give none of the association. Nothing a dollar off of it or nothing. It makes no sense. They talk about it every time. The parking is too high. The parking is... Then people park across the street. Some of them get a car towed. 
Virgil is, is lucky enough to just walk past because he lives in the park. He's a park, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> folks. We have to come. Every good thing must come to an end. And this show has come to an end. So we're going to ask Heisen to say her final words of, of love and good wishes to all the panelists and all our friends and well wishes around the world. I know she has to go to bed now. <laughs> we Me too. We passed well, well, I just want to say yeah, once again, enjoy the rest of your Father's Day. Yes, and have a good thank week. You. And thanks for a very entertaining program, as usual. And mm-hmm. hope to see you again next week, God willing. Have a blessed Amen. week. Amen. Yeah. Mr. McKinney, you're next. You're next. Thank I you will so see you on the radio. Okay. <laughs> That's all you have to say? Okay. How about you, Donna? Donna, your final words? Merchant. Yes, as usual. Great mm-hmm. discussion on this the sport that I love. Yeah. And I'm gonna wish yeah. West Indies to step up and bring their A game to the rest of the Amen. Amen. Okay, how about you? Virgil, you wanna say chime in? Oh Donna is Ernie who sings that song about everybody got to step up. How oh, you got to step up, step up, step up. So maybe they can play that song to West Indies uh, team. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say to all the fathers all over the world and the panelists, a happy, happy, happy Father's Day. And just wish you guys all the best. And we'll talk again next week. All right. How about you, Ivor? Yes, indeed. Well, Mr. Aldi tonight, Mr. Inside Edge. Hope all is well mm-hmm. with you, my brother. And um, tomorrow, gentlemen, is Juneteenth, which is indeed a federal holiday in these United States. Yes. And Juneteenth is to commemorate the emancipation of the enslaved African Americans. So those who are traveling or whatever, we're going to wish you traveling mercies. But be safe. It's a federal holiday. So enjoy the day off. Great enjoy show. Enjoy the day indeed. Make it a of great course. Dennis, mm-hmm. Dennis, your hand. Yes, your thank, last you. Word. I, uh, thank you, Leon. And to, to those who are still here with us, remember that if you're looking for some entertainment, next Saturday, mark your calendar without any hesitation. Do it now, because the place to be on Saturday morning is the Saturday morning entertainment show at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voice, number 1563-999. Three six nine three. Once again, don't forget, you can go in your jammies like I do. It is well worth the entertainment. Five six three nine 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 three six nine three. Yes, indeed. You dare not miss it. Yes, indeed. It was indeed a pleasure, an awesome privilege to be with you folks to help host the show. And we hope that those who had the opportunity to hear it has gotten their money's worth and more. Thanks for the help given to me by all the panelists and we just want to wish all the fathers again a wonderful wonderful father's day what is left of it and see you on the radio next sunday yeah, Here one, more is thing, my... one, more, one more thing Go ahead, i forgot to mention um um jason patel we would have missed him this evening oh yes so, yes, 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 yes. So, we send our best wishes to him as well yes thank you for reminding me thank you thank you so much he is on a mission he was 
on the road and could not be here, um, could not be heard. So yeah. thanks and everybody and, who participated. And awesome. I said you didn't say the last one name, but since you didn't say it, let me say it. We miss Mr. Simon O'Brien. Oh, yes, we, we send him a Father's Day wishes as well. I hope he will hear it from afar. Yes, indeed. Thank you all so much. Good night. God bless.
Wong from Thailand won the man player of the award for player of the month. Okay, congratulations. So we have to look out for Scotland. We have to look out for Scotland. He's, a, he's winning that prestigious award. May just propel his team to go further in the qualifiers. Best wishes, West Indies. Come, you have Bye. much more room for improvement. Good night, all. Good night, all. Have a wonderful evening. Good night. God bless. Good night, Leo. Good night. And here we go. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.